What is up? What's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday to you, football fans. Happy Sunday to you, Bills fans. It's not just any Sunday, though, guys. It's our very own Mike Shimberski's birthday, actually Saturday, which we're, we've recorded day early here. Uh, make sure to tell Mike happy birthday on Twitter. I want to say it on the air. Happy birthday, Mr. Shimberski. Dirty 30, man. How does it feel? Uh, thanks, Dan. I, I feeling old. I'm feeling old, but uh, you know, I'm going to embrace it. It's fine. Uh, it's a good day, uh, and I'm happy to talk some football. As always. Well, this is a special edition of Icy Mike's. You know, we've been gone for the past two weeks. Life sometimes gets in the way, guys. We do apologize for that. But we're talking Madden ratings today, but before we go into Madden, let's talk training camp. Mike, uh, what do you think of the fight, the reported tussle between Ed Oliver and Spencer Brown? I don't think it means anything. I mean, I've been a part of practices before where you can get in a fight with, like, your best friend on the field. Did you and win? It, no, I don't think I did. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, what matters is, like, it just means that everyone's being competitive, and you like to see that kind of fire. You almost want to see that more than people not caring. So I, I think that tomorrow is a new day, uh, and it'll be fine. Uh, so I think – it's just people get competitive. These guys are pros, first of all. And so I'm sure they just kind of let that get the best of them for a minute as, as you know, they, they, they lose their cool sometimes. But I think they'll be right back at it tomorrow. Uh, and it, like it never happened. I, I think it's good to see that competitive edge so early, early on. Well, one of them's a rookie. I don't know if you can call him a pro yet. Ne never taken a snap in the NFL, Mr. Spencer Brown. Um, <clears throat> you know, this happens all the time around the league. And like you said, it's no big deal. But one thing that is a big deal to me is the players being mentioned. Because like we mentioned, Spencer Brown, a rookie, has things to prove. Ed Oliver also has things to prove. Uh, the, the coaching staff has really talked him up. Do you think this is going to be the year that he goes up and breaks out and has a good year? I mean, look at a guy. Oliver kind of reminds me of Shaq Lawson. I know they kind of play different positions. But Shaq Lawson really didn't do anything in Buffalo until his contract year. Maybe the year, the year prior he was okay, and then his contract year was amazing. Do you think that's going to happen with Oliver here? I really hope so. I mean, he's one of those players that I really do like, and I, I hope he does take that, that leap. I think having Star Lutulule back will be a really good thing for him as far as not seeing so many double teams uh, on the – on the defensive line, you know, getting blocked uh, by multiple offensive linemen and, and being keyed in on, maybe that'll help things for him. But the other thing, the other side of it is he almost has to. He almost has to take a step. He doesn't have a choice. I think if they don't start seeing more production out of him, they're going to start looking for improvements. I mean, I don't, what's, what's your take on that? I mean, where do you think you see Ed Oliver? I mean, because you, you, I know your opinion on Edmonds, but, like, what's your opinion on Ed Oliver? It's, it's kind of the same, man. Like, I feel like a lot, of, a lot of fans love him. And I was a big fan of the pick when it happened, especially the comparisons. Aaron Donald, come on, that was out of this world. No way he's playing like Aaron Donald, at least not yet. But I don't know. I, I have a, a little more hope for him than I do Edmonds because Edmonds has shown improvement, but he's also had everybody at his position. You know, we, we've had Milano go out with injury every once in a while. But for the most part, our linebacking core, 
when they're on the field together, they've shown what they can do. We only seen Oliver and Lotulale for one season. Now I, I've heard all this stuff about Lotulale. We, we've talked about him a little bit about you know his conditioning and how he's he's back and, and better than ever. So I hope that's what Oliver needs. I'm not a guy that needs you know ten sacks on the on the list. But me and you talked about this on the last episode of Icy Mike's. They need a finisher. And if Ed Oliver can prove that he's the finisher, I'll be into it, man. I'll go buy his jersey tomorrow if, you know, he proves something to me. Right, right. Not not only that, Jerry's injured. Jerry Hughes right now didn't pass his physical. And who knows how long he'll be out. I mean, I I hope it's not I did not know that. I did not know that. When when was that reported? A couple days ago. uh, A few days ago, he did not pass his physical on the first day. Uh, and so that really, I mean, in my opinion, that opens up the door for Rousseau and Basham and the other guys to get some time, uh, with the starters. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's a good look for Jerry. I don't think he obviously did it on purpose. Nobody does that on purpose, but, uh, hopefully he gets back to speed pretty quick only because I think he's still a valuable, uh, pass rusher and would help us a lot, uh, when it comes to, you know, especially with, with those newer guys, he could teach them a lot of things. And not only that, if he's on the field with uh, one of the one of the, our newer guys and they start getting uh, chemistry of being able to get to the quarterback, uh, that's important. So I hope he gets back on the field as soon as possible. But uh, who knows? That might open up the door for uh, some starting snaps for, the, uh, for Basham and Rousseau. Yeah, it's weird because Rousseau was the first-round pick, but – Everybody says that Basham is more pro-ready. So are we going to see Basham first? Are we going to see Rousseau first? Could we see them both? Could they beat out Addison and Hughes? I think that's probably the least likely scenario. <laughs> right. But it, uh, is, they, it is a possible one. They were raving about Rousseau uh, that something I didn't hear about uh, when on his draft day, uh, his quickness. That's what they were talking about. Uh, the coaches were praising him on, on some of his quickness uh, off the line uh, for being such a big guy. Uh, being so quick off the line, I mean, which is important. So, I mean, hopefully uh, that carries into when they put the pads on. Uh, let's see what happens when he puts the pads on. But they were talking about his quickness uh, then. And, I mean, if he is everything that they're they're saying, I'm, I'm excited. Let's talk a little uh, former Bills players here. Uh, Calvin Benjamin was in the news the other day. And, you know, I understand that people want to make a mockery of it. And I do think that sometimes the NFL is biased against some players. I don't think that's this scenario. I think Kelvin Benjamin goes into New York to play tight end. The weird thing is, is they had a a weight they wanted him to get to, and he did not reach that weight. And that was one of the reasons he was cut. It wasn't just because he stole food at at practice. I don't know if you're how aware of the situation you are, Mike, but uh, you know, he took some food at practice. They basically cut him. Now, why would you set, such a low weight for a tight end. It kind of feels like they didn't want him there. And I heard that maybe Joe Judge didn't want him, but the GM did. What are your thoughts on Benjamin? Do you think he's done in the NFL now? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think another team's going to take a chance trying to get him to play tight end. I don't think – I don't understand the weight. What about wide receiver? Do you think he goes back to wide receiver? No, no. I think the te- teams are set on who they want catching the ball, and I don't think he brings enough to the table – uh, to, to shell out money uh, to put him in a receiving uh, spot, especially being that big. Uh, he definitely got bigger as he was on the Bills team on the second season with us or with the Bills. He was so – he got to, to the point where he was so slow. Yeah, his uh, conditioning just wasn't there. And it's sad because 
you just wonder what it could be like if it was Madden and you could turn the injuries off. Because what would he have been if he never got injured in Carolina? You know, he had that injury after his rookie season, and you never know what could have happened. But, you know, we just brought up Madden. That's a perfect segue. We're going into it, Mike. Uh, let's start with the safeties. I want to talk about the safeties with you because the top 10 safeties came out. Uh, no Buffalo Bills on that list. Obviously, I think we are a little biased no matter how much we try not to be. I would have liked to see it – one of the Bills' safeties crack the top ten, maybe nine or eight. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? You think they should have been I, top I do, ten? I, maybe we're biased, but I don't think we are. I mean, every time you talk to any of the NFL and analysts, they always talk about how the Bills have one of the best safety tandems in the league. You, you ask, you know, you watch ESPN, they'll say that. Uh, and NFL Network, they say it. Uh, and then, But then when it comes time to actually give them the respect they deserve, you look at Madden and they're not even on the top 10 or when people start talking about like, you know, you start like, uh, like fans and stuff, they'll bring up the top 10 safeties they think in the league and the bills aren't that the Hyde or Poyer are not nowhere on that list. And so it's, it's funny how that works because it's like they produce every season, every season they produce, they're playing at a very high level. I think they should be in the top 10. I don't understand why they're not at least one of them. Yeah. Uh, that, then, that was my they, thing. Just, just one, just give me one. Give, give me, you can and, choose, pick or choose. Right. Do yeah, point I don't for care. It. Right, and I don't care which one. And then, I, but the the other one better be like not too far out of there. They better be like fifteenth, or yeah. you know, 12th, so, like because they're very good. So regarding the top ten, I don't have many issues. You know, Tyron Matthews at number one. We got Harrison no. Smith, Jamal Adams, Adrian Amos, Eddie Jackson, Micah Fitzpatrick. But the second and third highest rated safeties, I do have a problem with. Buda Baker at 93 and Devin McCourty at 92. Baker is really good, okay, but he's also really young. He has not had the production that some of these guys have had. A 93 seems a little high to me for Buda Baker. And then Devin McCourty's just old, man. He's been in the league for so long. A 92 is a little too high for him as well. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I think that McCourty should be the one that's, like, on the outskirts of being in the top ten. Really? I think you, that, would, you would yeah, put him I that think, low? Okay. I don't, I, I don't know if I'd put him that low. I'm just saying, you know, he's he's been around for a long time. And so I think that they should almost accommodate to the fact that father time creeps in. And yeah. so, you and, know. And you guys got to remember, you know, nowadays video games have updates. Every week these ratings are going to change. So we're going crazy yeah. about him now, but you never know what's going to happen. Let's go to cornerback, Mike. We're just going to go right to the name we're looking for. Tredavious White, number four. Without knowing the top ten list, Mike, you think that's fair for Tredavious White? Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think that they really need to move him up or down. I think four is solid. I mean, maybe they can make him three. But, I, I mean, I think we're just we're splitting hairs at that point. I think he's one of the top, one, one of the top corners in the league. Uh because he fits the Bills system so well, uh, that's a that's a conversation for a di whole different day. Uh, but he fits the Bills' defensive system very well, which helps make him one of the one of the better corners in the league. And so I think at four, like he's he's sitting pretty at four. I I, I like that spot for him. And then the top three are Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Gilmore, Jair Alexander. Gilmore at 97 seems a little high to me. I think he should be more like a 94. Tredavious White is a 93. 
And to round out the top 10, we have Darius Slay, who I think I was a big fan of Darius Slay for a long time, but I think he's kind of lost a step. I don't know if he should be up there. Kendall Fuller, James Bradbury, also two names that I think maybe a little high at 90 and 89. Denzel Ward is a deserving name. Then we have Xavier Howard and Marlon Humphrey. You know, I, I think the Madden ratings are okay. Normally we just, we pull at hairs, but sometimes there are glaring things. And we'll get to that when we get to the quarterbacks for sure. Yeah, I, I think that the, with the corners, they did a good job. I mean, uh, all those names, uh, we everyone knows them because of how, when you're a corner, you're either known for two things. You're either really good or you're really bad. And that's why everyone knows your name. They, they either know because you get burned all the time and so they're well aware of you because they they can't wait for their team to play yours. Or you're so good, and so you're one of the standout names on, on the defense, and everyone talks about you. So I think that that list is very good. I know every single person on that list uh, as far as uh, – and their their talent level, I think, matches what their rating is. I think actually Madden did a good job on, on corners. Let's talk defensive line. Uh, there's a few names here that, that I just get annoyed with seeing. I think we only see them because they fit the system really well. And, and you may agree and you may not. Um, regarding the defensive tackles, we have Aaron Donald at number one, which I think is fair. I think he's yeah, definitely more than fair. Is, there a, is there a better spot than number one? I mean, can we move him up again? <laughs> he, he's a 99. I don't think we can do anything about that. Oh, okay. But, but the two names <laughs> I want to talk about are the number two and the number six. Fletcher Cox is the number two defensive tackle, and Michael Pierce is the number six. Now, Fletcher Cox is a 94 overall. I don't think he's put up the same stats that he used to. I think Madden really likes giving him a high rating. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. And Michael Pierce at 91, he had a good season a few years ago in Baltimore, but I haven't really heard his name since. Maybe he's just eating up blocks. I'm not sure exactly, but I think those two names may be a little too high for their rating, 91 and 94. You you might be right on that, though, too. Like, So I'm not particularly uh... – well versed in like exactly what their role is if they're uh if they're more like Star Latulule or if they're or if they're more like uh like the Ed Oliver role on our def- on the Bills defense but uh when it comes to yeah because it depends on what their job is on the defensive line if their job is to eat up blocks and they're really good at it uh and Madden recognizes that then that's then that's that's good if they're going to rate them high for what they do. But yeah, but a ninety-one for eating up blocks, I think, is a little little too right. generous. It could probably be like an eighty-eight or like an eighty-five. I'll take it. <laughs> a little too generous for sure. All right, let's talk tight ends. Number one tight end, Travis Kelsey, ninety-nine overall. Once again, deservingly so. Kittle. Kittle right there at a ninety-six. If Makes we're gonna, sense. If we're gonna pull hairs, put Kittle up there. Make him a 98, 97. I think so too. I think Kittle. I think Kittle's like almost just as good as Travis Kelsey. Uh, you know, maybe Travis Kelsey has just like it's just slightly better. So I, I yeah, I agree with you. Ninety eight for Kittle. Yeah, I don't know why they're making such a big difference between the two when when Kittle's very good and I think is deserving of a ninety eight. Yeah, we have Darren Waller and Mark Andrews next. Ninety three and eighty eight. Um, I don't know. I think I think these two are interchangeable. I think you might be able to put Andrews up above them. Andrews should be a 90, in my opinion, just with the season he had last year. Again, we're pulling hairs a little bit. 
There's a name that I don't agree with here, though. And it's weird because the top 10 tight ends, you know, we go over the rest of the positions. It's mostly 90s at the top and then really high 80s. The tight ends go 99, 96, 93, 88, 87, 86, 86, 85, 85, and 84. So that shows that the NFL, or Madden at least, really doesn't believe in these tight ends too much, but in these ratings. But the number seven highest tight end, Mike, is Rob Gronkowski. And I I don't know, man. He really only showed up in the playoffs, in my opinion. Yeah, and so it's it's funny how sometimes I wonder where they get their ratings from because some sometimes people are rated – some of these players are rated really high for, like, one good season. And then they have a high rating for, like – for like three, three, three Madden games in a row, they have a high rating and it's like, they're still going based off that one good season that they had. Um, and then, you know, and then they might have like a couple mediocre seasons after that one good season and still yet they have a decent rating in Madden. So it's like some of these, some of the ratings, I don't really quite know where they get it from. Obviously we don't work for EA, so we'll never know, but, uh, Sometimes I think they're a little biased. I think they just kind of come up with numbers or they just stick to one good season. They're like, yep, this guy's good and he's good forever. And they leave, they leave him at a high rating, even though maybe they don't, they haven't proved enough to me anyways, that they should be such, such a high rating in the yeah. game. I mean, again, we don't work for EA. So, I mean, but I mean, that's, where do you think they're pulling it from? I mean, if, <laughs> You know, I think you're right. I think sometimes they have a good season and sometimes it's just the popularity base. But there's two other tight ends I want to talk to you about here. TJ Hawkinson is the number nine tight end, according to Madden. He's played one year or maybe two. I think it's one, though, in the NFL. I think that's that's too high for him. And a name that's too low, in my opinion, is Mike Gesicki at an 85. I think he should be up there 88-ish with the, with the Hunter Henry and Mark Andrews. Yeah, I think Kasicki uh, has a lot of athleticism. He proves it, uh, especially when he plays the Bills. I mean, he's it's really, it's really. I think the Miami Dolphins system that doesn't doesn't work well with him. They need to get him the ball more often. I'm happy when they don't because when he does get the ball, like you mentioned, he's he's a monster out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they almost could. The Dolphins could definitely make him more of a focal point in their offense, and I think that would help them tremendously be a productive offense. So I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I've never understood why they don't involve him more. I think he could be a breakout tight end if they used him correctly, for sure. All right, some more Bills players here. Wide receiver. Now, Stefan Diggs at number four, on the surface to me, doesn't seem bad. Top five wide receiver, I'll take it. Devontae Adams at one with a 99. DeAndre Hopkins, 98. Tyreek Hill, 98. Stefan Diggs, 97. Pulling hairs, Diggs should be a 98. <laughs> he should be right up there with Hopkins and Hill. You know, sometimes these guys get boosted. I really think Tyreek Hill should be a 99 because when I think of wide receivers, and I understand maybe Adams has better hands, maybe Diggs has better route running, you cannot cover Tyreek Hill. You can't. He's going to run past you, and on top of that, his ball skills have grown so much. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, for how little – Tyreek Hill is uh, he makes up for it and just how just blazing fast he is and he gets open and yeah uh, his ball skills have gotten so much better uh, he he'll win contested catches I, I, sometimes in ones that I just don't know how he just did that uh, because 
because of how much shorter he is than a lot of the people covering him. Uh, yeah, I think he should be a 99. And yeah, I where's the where's the respect here? I think Diggs should be right there at a 98. I think sometimes it's just like we've talked about this on multiple podcasts. The respect for the Bills. It's like we're the Bills are starting to get it but they still get slighted sometimes. And I think right here is, is another uh, example of that because he should be a 98. He's right up there with the, with those other guys mentioned. I, I mean, he, he's like the focal point of the bills offense. And so, yeah, I think he's just as good as Hopkins and Adams. And so I, I don't see why he's not a 98. At the end of the day, it's one point. If Diggs has the same season as, he, a- did, as he did last year, He'll be a 99 by the end of the year. But it's a very important point, Dan, (laughs) and I want it. (laughs) More power to you, Mike. You talked about Bill's players being slighted. Everybody's probably going to skip to this point in the podcast. And, hey, welcome if you just skipped through. (laughs) We talked a lot of Madden here. Welcome. Uh, We'll just, you know, go back and listen to the rest of it later, but here's the important part. (laughs) Please do, but this this is the headliner right here. The top quarterbacks in EA Sports Madden NFL 22. Let's just let's just talk before we before we mention the ratings, Mike. Top five quarterbacks. I think Josh Allen should be there in the top five quarterbacks. So let, let's go through it. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, 99 overall. Fair. Agreed? Yes. Okay. Very fair. The, the man's unbelievable. Number two, Tom Brady, 97 overall. I disagree with Tom Brady being number two. Okay. I would give him maybe 95, 94. I think 97 is a little, a little high. Right. Number three, Aaron Rodgers, 96. I would put Rodgers above Brady, especially because he won the freaking MVP last year. Right. Yeah. And and I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I, I'm always like with, with, I've always thought Rogers is better than Tom Brady. I think, I mean, Tom Brady right now is obviously everyone's uh, for the most of the league. That's the goat. And I'm not going to argue that point. That's not what I'm here to do at this point. Uh, But I do think that Rogers, if it was given the same, the same tools, what could, could produce the same way that Brady has. Uh, And so I think that he should be slightly above Tom Brady, but, uh, but Tom Brady still is playing at a high level for how old he is. I I'm fine with his rating. I really am. And so, uh, I've I'm actually not. grown to, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, he, I think should probably bump him up a little bit. Uh, I've grown to respect him. I really just, you know, uh, being a bills fan for so long, I really didn't like Tom Brady that much, but, uh, the longer he's in the league, uh, I, I'm starting to like him as a person. Maybe it's because he's on the box now and we, and the bills don't have to face him every, uh, every season twice. So uh, it could be part of that, but uh, he's, he's kind of growing on me and I'm, I'm willing to accept that he's like one of the best to ever do it. All right. I'm going to let you take over for number four and five here. Where would you put Russell Wilson? Honestly, Russell Wilson, I'd put him at number six. I, number I think six. he's a good okay. quarterback, but I don't well, think he, he's a top he is, five in the league. He is the number four and a 94 overall. That's two overalls lower than Rodgers. You know, I, I think the reason that I am okay with Russell being at number four 
is the fact that if you take him off his team, they might not win five games. I think he's that important to the success of the Seattle Seahawks. And I don't think you can say that for everybody else. Even when Tom Brady didn't play, Blaine Gabbert threw for almost 400 yards. Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. That's a big deal, but they also have a young guy, you know, coming in behind him. Patrick Mahomes doesn't play. The Chiefs still beat the Browns. Just barely, but they still beat them. So number four, Russell Wilson. Number five is where we start to have problems, Mike, because it's Lamar Jackson at number five with a 90 overall. Josh Allen should be above Lamar Jackson. Flip these around, and we're happy. I'm almost not happy where Josh Allen sits at all. Even at top, even if he was number five, I think I'd still be a little upset. I think he is. I think he's above Russell Wilson. I think really? he's better than Russell Wilson. I will say that. Yes, I think he is. Uh, I think I think that he needs another year of production before we can say that. Because and he, to actually he, has had, he has had one successful, true, amazing season. Russell Wilson has had five or six. Allen may need to go five more years of really good success to pass Russell Wilson. Maybe not in Madden rating, but in legacy and stuff like that, if that was a factor, which we don't know. Like you mentioned, we don't work for EA. But if that was a factor, I think it would take – Four or five more seasons. Lamar's too high, though. 90 overall. I mean, I don't remember what he was last year. He was on the cover, so I'm assuming it was high. I think it was like 94, maybe. Uh, He went down, obviously. He had a worse year. I'd put him at 89, right outside of 90. 89, 88. We'll get into Josh Allen in a minute. Don't you worry. Number six is Deshaun Watson. 90 overall. I don't know. <laughs> the situation's weird with Deshaun. He reported to Texans camp. We know that. I'm a big fan of him. You know, when he first came in the league, the way he threw the football made me genuinely happy. Like, the just the way it came off of his wrist. But, I don't know, 90, again, I'd put him 88, 87. 90's a little high. Right. Uh I don't, you know, and then it's it's tough because I, I basically with with him, I almost have to separate with what's going on with him. Uh, well, on, to- on top of that, if you t- if you're talking about all the quarterbacks we went through so far, Deshaun by far has the worst weapons, especially last year. Yes. So okay, and so that might ha- that might you know put a damper on things as far as his his numbers and his ability to produce, but uh, I still I still don't think he's top five. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I mean, like, there's after him, there's a there's a big drop off, uh, but but still, I just don't think he's top five. No, I don't agree with that. Well, he's at six, so right outside. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> number number seven is Josh Allen at an eighty-eight overall. That gets okay. me fired up, Dan. I get angry. I get angry listening to that. I really think that based on the season he had last year and the MVP votes that he got, which Russell Wilson has never gotten, by the way, we just talked about the fact that I think Russell Wilson's legacy is better. Josh Allen's the only one to have MVP votes between them. 88 overall. If, if I was the ratings adjuster for EA Sports, Madden NFL 22, Josh Allen, 93. 
And I'm right there with you. And I don't understand why there's not a, like a Bill's Mafia riot going on outside of EA's office just for screaming for at least a 93. At least. And just screaming for it. Like, and, then, and then saying that like, no one's buying Madden until he changes the rating. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's what they should threaten. Not saying don't buy it, but just we should do that. <laughs> I mean, personally, I, I'd be happy with a 90. An 88 yeah. is, is flat disrespectful to the season. It's an and not only that, I really hope that something has changed with uh, his accuracy because I know last uh, – in Madden 21, one of my biggest, like, gripes, I think, was how bad they had his accuracy because you'd go to throw, you'd have a wide-open guy, and he'd go – you'd try to – you'd hit the button to throw it to him. And it would go so away from him, away from your receiver, uh, because his accuracy is low. And uh, he, him, uh, Allen himself had actually mentioned something like that. He said that he, used, he, he wishes he could at least just use himself and man and not have a throw go like 10 yards the opposite direction that it was supposed to go. Uh, and, and I agree because it's just kind of like he's not – he was never that inaccurate to begin with. Like, I mean, yeah, he had some accuracy issues, but nothing like – how they demonstrate it in Madden. And so I really hope that that's fixed for, for Madden 22, because that, that was frustrating, especially knowing that he's not that inaccurate, that it was, that was tough to deal with. Well, we got three more quarterbacks to go, Mike. Dak Prescott, number eight, 87 overall. I think this is too high because I think last year he was an 85 or an 86 his season was lost due to injury. And, yeah, it's, it sucks as a football fan. I think he's a good quarterback. I think this is too high. And who he's a, not above, but he's tied with somebody that I think should be higher. So what do you think, Dak Prescott, 87 overall? I mean, he's, he's good. Uh, it doesn't bother me that he's an 87. I think he should have probably stayed at an 85. I think we've seen his ceiling, especially when it comes to, like, actual production. I don't uh, – there's a reason why they haven't really, like, shelled out the, the big bucks for him yet he got his uh, contract yeah he got his oh, contract. He did. What, yep. what was the, what the contract look like for 161 him? he's the second highest paid all right well we've been good <laughs> uh, but it took a long time for that to happen it did yep and uh and so with him i just i think they've overpaid honestly because i don't think he's i don't think he's going to take them as far as they would like the the cowboys to go i really i really don't think he's the guy i think he's a good quarterback uh but not I don't think he's going to take the Cowboys any further than he already has. I mean, the, the counter argument to that would be if you didn't pay him, you would have walked away, would have went to another team. He is a good enough quarterback to where if you had a team in place, he could help you compete for a Super Bowl. Agree. I, I don't think the Cowboys have the team in place. Like you mentioned. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. But yeah, if, they don't... if you didn't pay him and he went to say Washington who has – a fantastic defense, weapons of plenty at wide receiver, uh, former Bill at tight end and Logan Thomas, who had a really good year last year, running backs who seem to catch the football really well in Washington. I don't know what that what that's yeah, about. Yeah, they do. That's, that's a big part of their offense. But I think that would have been dangerous if they would have let him walk away. So the contract, whatever, 87, little high. Number nine, it's somebody we're familiar with, Mike. It's Ryan Tannehill, also at an 87. I think he should be up there at 89. He, he's yeah. really proven a lot in Tennessee, and I was never a big Tannehill fan. The Bills had his number for the longest time. I think he's beaten the Bills maybe three times in his career. 
So yeah, there's that. I'm happy about that. But I think he's really turned a corner since going to Tennessee. And I would have liked to see this a little higher. I think Tannehill has come a long way. I think that the Titans really know how to use him. Uh, I've, I've said this before. He is a, he fits their system very well because they have a very strong running game with Derrick Henry. Uh, and that plays uh, Tannehill's, Tannehill's strengths because he then can do the play, run the play action. And then when he, when he locks on, uh, he usually does not miss uh, when, when the guy's open. Uh, that helps get receivers to run wide open. And he has been delivering for the Titans uh, these, past, these past few seasons. Uh, he's impressed me as far as uh, his improvement. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to putting him higher, but I actually am content with where he's at on the list. I just think he should be above Dak, to be honest, and, and right, right behind maybe Deshaun. And he is behind Deshaun, but he's behind by like three. Again, we're, we're picking at straws a little bit. Number 10, <laughs> I've got a problem with Mike. Matt Ryan at number 10. 85 overall, two overalls less than Tannehill. The name that comes to mind for me is Matt Stafford. Maybe he's just behind at 84 and 83, but Stafford a few years ago was an 89. He's going to a more successful team. Again, I don't know his numbers off the top of my head, but if I was to name the top 10 quarterbacks, I think Matt Stafford should be there. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's surprising. You know, that's actually a name I almost forgot. Uh, and it's not because I don't think he's a good player. Uh, there's so many, so many players in the league. But uh, Matt, Matt Stafford definitely, I think, is better than Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's the one that should be on the decline. Exactly. Uh, you know, and and not and not some of these other guys. I I think especially with Matt Matt Stafford going to the Rams, uh, that is going to be some fun football to watch uh, coming up because I think he's, his numbers are going to take a huge jump. Because uh, that's that's a, a well-put-together offense that they're just making better by bringing him in. And they had an extra spot open this year in the top 10 because the retirement of Drew Brees affected that. You can imagine he probably would have been a 90, at least a 90. At least. And then you got to wonder, you know, what are they going to do with guys like Herbert and Burrow? Because Herbert had a really good year. Is he going to be right behind the top 10? Like, Obviously, they don't come out with those ratings just yet. We're going to have to buy the game. Uh, you're not buying the game, are you, with Josh Allen at 88 overall? I got to go to the riot that I just started. Yeah. Exactly. You lose <laughs> charge, man. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's all the time we have today for Icy Mics. We are on the Built in Buffalo Network where there's a podcast every single day. Be sure to check everybody's stuff out. Once again, I want to reach out to Mr. Mike Schimberski with another happy birthday from me, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Close us off. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's all we have. Again, uh, thanks for the happy birthday wishes. Uh, you can hit me on Twitter, Mike Schimberski at M-I-K-O-L-2-5-3-1. Uh, Dan, hit him with your Twitter. At the real Dan Kelly, guys. Hit us up. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, see you guys next week. <laughs>